we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Watch this. First John 3 and 8. Let's read the whole thing. Usually we only read the end. Let's read the whole thing. Read it for me, Dwayne. He that committeth sin is of the devil. Okay, if you commit sin, you're of the devil. That's bad news. It's not a good thing. Let's go further. Go ahead. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. Okay. From the beginning is when the devil did what he had to do. The devil planted the seed of sin from the beginning, and you know that's when he planted the seed in Eve. Right? That seed, Adam and Eve, and they sinned. So this is the sin from the beginning. You're clear. And Genesis 3 and 19 gives us the curse that came as a result of the sin from the beginning. Make sure you're all clear. Okay, Genesis 3, it begins with the serpent tricking Eve. All right? Bringing her to the place of sin. All right? Her and Adam. As you go further down to Genesis 3, to verse 19, what we just read, that's when we see that God is communicating the result of their sin, the curse. Now, John is referencing this in 1 John 3 and 8 that we just read where he says that the devil sinned from the beginning, the devil caused this whole movement of sin to take place from the beginning. You all there? Okay. And because of what the devil did, there was this chain reaction of bad things. You know, bad things. Hurricane, bad things. Sin did that. You know, tornadoes and earthquakes. Sin did that. This, all these things happening in the earth are a result of sin, a result of a fallen world. Prior to sin, and I'm not talking about the sin that you or you committed, the sin that was committed that is now in the earth. You see, the presence of sin in the earth is causing all these things to happen. These, these things are happening as a result of the presence of sin in the earth. These things will not happen when we get our ultimate salvation, which is salvation from the presence of sin. That's the third level of salvation. First level of salvation is from the penalty of sin. That's when you give your life to the Lord. You are saved from the penalty of sin. Spirit of God moves on the inside of you. You get saved from the power of sin. That's by the Holy Ghost. Third dimension is when we dead and go to heaven. And now we are saved from the presence of sin. 
Feel like you're all in Bible study? All right. So I say, whoa, whoa, say it again, say it again. Do I need, do I need to say it again? You all got it. Say it again. Give your life to the Lord. Penalty of sin. You're saved from that. Get filled with the Spirit of God. Get born again. Spirit of God living on the inside of you. You get saved from the power of sin. Sin no longer have power over you. See, when you first get saved, you save from the penalty, but sometimes you still fight with the power. Okay? If you believe you're special, ask Paul. That that I would not do, I find myself doing. That's the power of sin. And that that I would do, I can't find the strength to do. That's Romans chapter 7. He then fixes it in Romans chapter 8. There is now therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So it is the experience of the spirit of God that now allows you to have victory or salvation from the power of sin. But you're still in this world. And so sin will always be present. But we got a hope that we got another place. And when we get to that place, no more prayer of sanctification. No more search me, oh God. You don't got to sing that song, no more. No more, Father, forgive me, God. Because in that place, there's no more presence of sin. Remember when the old sings saying, Robin, heaven is a holy place filled with glory and with grace and no sin can enter in. Glory to God. All right, y'all got that? So watch this. He says, now the devil sinned from the beginning, so the devil introduced this whole sin factor into the earth. Here's some good news. Even though I said what I said about the presence of sin, Watch this when you get this revelation. See, the revelation of kingdom living allows you to fast forward heaven. This allows you to experience heaven without dying. When I looked, when the Bible says, what does John 3 and 16 say? Y'all know what it says. Let's say it. Ready? Go. For God so loved the world, uh -huh. that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Have what? Everlasting life. That messed me up. When I looked up everlasting life, you get everlasting life when you get saved. You don't get everlasting life when you die. Everlasting life is a result of your faith. Faith brings everlasting life. It places you in a continuum of life. That's why Paul says, absent from this body, I'm present with the Lord. So you're part of this life continuum. So therefore, since there's this continuous cycle of life, true kingdom living allows you to fast forward heaven. Because you are in the continuum of life. You are as alive now as you will be in heaven. Because you is your spirit, not your body. So while your body is now subject to this earth, your spirit now has shifted over to this eternal level, this everlasting life. Now, when you allow your spirit to control your life, 
when as many are the sons of God, they that are led by the Spirit of God, when your spirit becomes the greatest part of you, you shift now from the effects of this life and now you join this continuum. Such that what is happening in that heavenly experience, you have the ability to attract in your earthly existence. You get to a place where sin around you and you don't even know. Because I told you, heaven is the, is the salvation from the presence of sin. Guess what? Sin can't live in glory. So when you get like Mary, who the glory of the Lord was encamped around her, wherever she went, there was glory. You live in a place where you don't even feel the presence of sin. Hmm. Glory there. Um, our good friend, our good friend, you know, this my, my boy, um, Jesse Duplantis. I, I don't know. Uh, but Jesse Duplantis did not feel the effect of Hurricane Katrina. He was in the heaven continuum. He lived in New Orleans. Churches underwater, destroyed. Everything broke down. He said he had a few leaves in his yard that he could pick up. He didn't even need to call anybody. That the calamity in the earth somehow circumvented his properties. See, that we ain't want to believe that. We don't, we, oh, no, that ain't true. No, see, that's how we've been so conditioned by this world that we don't realize that everlasting life starts when you believe. We don't experience it because we don't believe for it. We don't believe for it because we don't hear it. How can they believe unless they hear? Sunday we talked about this standard that needs to be raised. Our standard is so low. Our expectation is so low because what we've been hearing is so diluted. That Kool-Aid so clear, look like water. Y'all know about that. Y'all ain't grow up in Palm Street like me. Grow up in Palm Beach Street. House full of people. One packet of Kool-Aid. All your cousins them come over. All your cousins there. Everybody there. But you only get one pack with, that, with, the, big, with the big boy with the, smile, with the happy face. You get one pack. And you know that pack is strawberry. This will make more strawberry than any other flavor. You get one pack of strawberry left. And you can figure out how you can make three gallon with one pack of strawberry. One pack of strawberry, three gallon. Clear. Y'all didn't open that. Lord Jesus. It's like sugar-free Gatorade. Water. Colorful water. Lord Jesus. So we've been given this diluted uh, message. And so our expectation is so downgraded. So watch this. Let's, let's finish this. So, so go back again, Dwayne. So what does it say now? He that committed sin is of the devil. Uh -huh. For the devil sinned from the beginning. Uh -huh. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. Good news. For this purpose was the Son of God 
manifested for this purpose. Dwayne, what was the purpose? That he might destroy the works of the devil. Good God Almighty. I'm, I'm just giving you Bible. This Bible, right? This is why the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. The works of the devil was the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and the presence of sin. The Son of God was manifest to destroy every one of them. There's some faith on steroids. Why not go for this kind of faith? Have you experienced the reverse when it comes to fear? Have you ever been so stressed out till your body's hurting? Has fear ever consumed you to the point where you've taken on pain in your body? You felt a lump in your breast because of fear? You felt your pressure elevated? Any of y'all, some of y'all who never had pressure in your life, you say, boy, my pressure high. How do you know your pressure high? You never had high pressure in your life. Dan said, you teaching a good boy. That we, boy, I know there's a pressure headache. Have you ever had a pressure headache before? No, but I know this headache, this, this, this is no normal headache. I can feel this. My pressure high. I know my pressure. See my skin? See ya? I can see it. See my skin pale? That's my pressure high. You, are you, are you know? We have accepted extreme fear, but won't even enter the extreme faith. We wouldn't even entertain the thought of extreme faith. If that's what extreme, extreme fear can do, and we all accept that. You know the mind, you know all sickness in the mind, and you know your mind can, and we accept that. But we wouldn't even entertain the reverse. I'm going to throw something. If, if, if you fill your mind up with this kind of faith, He that believeth, say, say John 3 and 16 again. Because we know we know the scripture when we were children, but we never apply faith to it. Read it, what it says. Whosoever believeth in him. Now watch this right here. The Bible says, unto every man is given the measure of faith. And then he says, we are to add to our faith. So if he says that whosoever believeth on him shall have everlasting life, that means that there is a proportionality to your everlasting life to your belief. The more you believe, the more life you get. But when we make the scripture, John 3 and 16, Karen, it's a salvation scripture. It's not a faith scripture. We don't look at it from the context of faith. We look at it from the context again and say it. And God loves me. But no, look at it a little deeper. That you, the level of everlasting life that you experience is based on your level of believing on him. That whosoever believeth on, what do you believe on him? What's the level of your belief on him? That he died to save me. And many of us believe that he saved us from going to hell. And that's why we experience all the other levels of destruction in our life because we are only at the first level that Christ died so I don't go to hell. That's what we believe on him. And so our everlasting life begins when we die so we can go to heaven. 
Our everlasting life is on pause. And waiting for heaven. Glory to God. Dawn, this is so good. I understand why you feel that way. Okay, go back to John 3 and 16. The word, the word everlasting. Watch this. <laughs> so crazy. It means without beginning and end. You know, I was telling you all that by the Spirit of God about the continuum, but now I just researched it to confirm it. That it means without beginning and end. <laughs> that which always has been and always will be. That's what everlasting means. So it's like everlasting life is something you step into. You step into an existence, into a continuum, into <laughs> come be Spider-Man, a multiverse. Like this, this portal, thank you so much. Where this this experience where that's what eternity is, by the way. Has no end and no beginning. This this continuum, for lack of a better word, and it's a continuous Zoe. It's a Zoe that has no end and no beginning. Actually, what Zoe is. That's life. The same word life used in John 3 and 16 is the same word life used in John 10 and 10. Y'all still here? Give me John 10 and 10 now. Go oh, Dwayne, you're working good today. You're reading good. Go ahead. For the thief, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Okay, now, now I, I, I always do this because I, I don't want us to miss this. The thief is a devil, correct? Where is he stealing, killing, and destroying? In the afterlife or in his present life? Present life. Okay, so what the devil is doing is taking effect in this life, correct? Finish with the text, man. I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, watch this. If the devil is stealing, killing, and destroying in this life, and Jesus has given us the alternative to what the alternative to what the devil is doing, that means what Jesus has given us must take effect in this life also. Does that make sense? So, the abundant, abundant means, Dwayne, do you have the amplified there in your operation there? It's on the screen, Dwayne, go for it, Dwayne, read it for me. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I That's very, this is very important. The key, this, the, like I said, the thief only comes for this reason. This is the only agenda of the devil. Yeah. That's why you got to be careful when you connect yourself to people the devil sent in your life. I bet you didn't see that coming. You got to be careful. You cannot jump into nothing impulsively. You got to hear God on it because the devil has, according to this text, one agenda yeah. with three parts. Yeah. He wants to steal, 
kill, and destroy. Why are you friend with the devil? Why are you entertaining what's not of God? Why are you allowing frustration, aggravation, and loneliness connect yourself to someone of the devil? Why are you letting your hormones and your biological clock cause you to make a connection with someone from the devil when doing what the book say? The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. That's the only thing the devil comes for. If why are you why are you taking the risk on someone that the devil sends into your life? I don't know why I feel it so strong. That's that's a risk not worth taking. Because when you try to get out, it'll be too late. What would have been stolen by the time as you try to get out? What glory to God would have died? By the time as you fight your way out, yeah. what would you have destroyed by the time as you got out? Is it worth the risk, beloved? Because listen to me, it ain't only God who does bless. Only God that is blessed. Yeah, be careful when carnal things come to your life. I don't mean carnal things like tangible things. I mean demon, any tangible things. Anything tangible in, that comes to your life, you need to be inspecting. Ask me why. Because the devil is the god of this world. So anything that is of this world, you got to make sure God has something to do with that because automatically if it's of this world, it is of the devil. So confirm before you go ahead and make connections and make covenants with stuff and receive stuff. You're going to make sure. Wait, Pastor, you're trying to make us super spiritual. Yes. Because we won't be super blessed by God. We won't walk in the blessing. We won't live in the level that God has us to live in. Someone needs to make us super spiritual because the world trying to make us super sexual, yeah. super sinful. Super con I mean, so why the church giving us this little <clears throat> no bad words. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came they may have and enjoy. Good God Almighty. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows, Lord God Almighty. Till you spilling life on the ground. Wherever you go, life spilling all over the place. Glory to God. To the full until it overflows. To have it and enjoy it. A lot of folks got cars they can't enjoy, got money they can't enjoy, get, get houses they can't enjoy, got spouses they can't enjoy. No, you will have it yeah. and enjoy it. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services 
held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.